1: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me
2: every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
0: Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names. It would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booya!
1: Welcome. Hey. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's game day. Here it's we go, game day yo. In Cleveland. Are but, we ready for the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight on Monday? United I yeah, I want the I'm Browns to, to win on. by a
0: hundred points tonight. <laughs> I want to the Steelers on. to be humiliated. <laughs> Why? I,
1: because I'm so angry that what
0: I said on Friday about the Steelers getting their ass kicked physically got so blown out of proportion. Of
3: course it was. As hold soon on. as you were saying it, I, I know, know what we happened. all were like, hold uh-oh. on, hold on. I got to say. What did something? I say? I gotta say go something off time. I think you mentioned gurneys. I, I, all, yes, I, I don't want anybody getting the taken off in of a hey, gurney. Listen, listen. I hey, listen, first of all, shout out to the Kool-Aid Mafia. We'll yeah. get to that before. But I was, I was oh, there. I didn't even notice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just yeah, there you go. <laughs> but by the way, I was laid up all weekend. I was kind of, you know, didn't feel that well. And I look. I turned over the phone and everybody going crazy on Bull about what he said. First and foremost, it's a lot of y'all cats out here be out of pocket. That's right. If you're talking about Bull, it's Bull Petty. Yeah, do he talk Damn over right. people? It's Petty what do we call him that. Do yeah, talking over right, people. He be talking over people. Yeah, just sometimes oh, yeah. he arrogant and don't think he's ever wrong. That's, that's true. Course. That's true. Not that's
2: sometimes. True. That's all the time. But every this time what makes him a good talk show guy.
3: Every Perfect. time you disagree with him, you can't just throw it all under one bull is a Bengals fan. That's not intellectually honest, to be truthful. If you want to debate debate him. Hear what his merits are, and they bring what you bring to the table. But just don't dismiss it because you, you think he's a Bengals fan. That's 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 corny to me. I'm just be honest. You I was trying to remember exactly what you said. I remember in the moment I was like, "Oh no, Bull. Because I don't, but I don't remember. Oh, so clarify it because uh, thank I but thank I, you. But I, but well, I finish well, it. Yeah, go ahead. So here's the thing. Just I went back and looked at his comments, and let's get this straight. I should have a lot of y'all cats took that way out of proportion you didn't even listen to the context what he said he said he didn't want nobody to be hurt he said he wasn't trying to hurt nobody but he wanted them to go out there and beat beat the steelers i'm gonna tell you from a player's perspective you see a lot of y'all that watch watch the game for 30 years and know what the rule you think you know the rules of engagement you ain't tackled nobody you ain't been in no locker rooms you ain't never lifted no weights to do none of that i'm gonna tell you from the perspective of a player Everybody is going out there to play as hard as they can. I'm trying to hit you as hard as I can. I'm letting you know that from a player's perspective. So when you say, oh, we don't want to do this and no, 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 we're not going to do that. First and foremost, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, You have no slugs legs to stand on. Where was this same energy when, when James Harrison was knocking our players out? Joey Porter. Years? Where was Joey Porter? Hey, you had to do karate kick us on a on a B kicked a dude in the face and y'all laughed and talked about it, and you wave on your terrible tiles in our stadium. Listen, just because your quarterback ain't that good and you think you might get beat Monday night, don't virtue signal because we don't pay attention to what you say. Ain't nobody up here trying to work in Pittsburgh. We don't want to go to the games. We're not trying to be affiliated with y'all, and we do want to beat you. So if you think you're going to shame us, into liking you and, and virtue. Oh hell, you're gonna hurt somebody. No one should wanna hurt anybody. Keep that same energy when you had Roethlisberger and all them other do all them other goons out there hitting Colt McCoy and Muhammad Masakwah and Josh cribs I got it on tape. Don't say nothing now, cause we gonna we coming Monday, regardless of what you write. The time is coming, bull. And leave my dude alone. Get up out of here. Kick kick rocks. I don't even well think said. I need to
0: say anything. That's well said. Thank I you.
3: was just—I I was trying to remember.
1: I just do remember in the moment. I—I I think I was more afraid of where you might. Go. My point was, I was like, "Oh no, bull!" My don't point say it. Was, i don't think
0: you ever did. My point was that it was—I thought it was completely obvious. Is I want the Steelers to get their ass kicked so bad that they're basically too tired to get off the field. You know what I? That's thought it.
4: When you were when yeah you were ranting, was <clears> the first thing that came to my mind was the Ohio State Miami national championship game because. That defense hit Ken Dorsey
0: like I've never seen a defense they hit did. Ken Dorsey. That's my point. That was yeah. my and only point where you were going I with didn't it. want anybody he just made, kind of – Clearly, the, the, the I don't want anybody part. to get seriously hurt. I mean, ridiculous. I, I think, think that's that
1: obvious. Yeah. I, think, I think what happened was – I think the one thing that someone sent me that bothered me was where they picked up the quote. I was that's like, whoa, issue. whoa, wait a minute. That's the whole he issue with it, Jay. Every, now, that doesn't always erase everything no. you're about to say. Right. But as I remember it, you actually prefaced your – lift and paste comment yes. with, I don't want anybody to get hurt. That's right. And that that's what was left out. Yeah. So journalists, but particularly wannabe journalists oh, with a couple hundred or a couple thousand followings on Twitter, and now all of a sudden you think you're Edward R. Murrow, <laughs> don't twist it, okay? This is why athletes don't, despise the media. They
3: don't like you And like this that. is I, also I, why
1: a guy yes. like Jason has built the career he's built, <laughs> because over his entire tenure, what he's... What he's shown by his actions with athletes, he's never going to quote them out of context. Nah, that's right. He's never going to violate a trust. He's never going to use them as a source if they've asked not to be used. So it's I that kind of... I think I was going to of... get
4: fluffed up out of all this. Cool. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> well, no, coming, honestly, please, that's how you've done it,
1: though, Jay. That's right. If you, if you ask the players, what do you think of Jason Lloyd? They're going to tell you. Fair, <laughs> honest. Some don't like yeah. you, but let's face it. Yeah. You're never going to please all of them. Right. But my point there is... For you journalists the out there like or you, you guys who are now masquerading as journalists yeah. who think you're going to get a lot of clicks yep. with clickbait headlines saying Cleveland sports talk show hosts wants Steelers players injured, yeah. uh, be very careful how you use that because it's also the words that you didn't use in the body of that story that tell the whole story. Yeah. So if you're going to tell a story, just tell it start to finish. Right. Don't leave the good stuff out because it fits your narrative. Thank you. Thank You're you. an thank operative, you not a journalist. Yes, if you that's do ridiculous.
0: That. So, by the way, on a, on a on a lighter note, I've been meaning to mention this as I've been driving by it for the last two weeks. Have you guys noticed the new banners that are hanging outside of Brown Stadium? The they players are awesome. under
2: the rain. What's that? It looks like they're raining on the players. I love I it. Seen they it. showed
0: that graphic during the game. Or
2: okay. I haven't okay. paid attention to
4: it. They, where there was it was rain. Oh, was it was rain? actually raining. I, I thought
0: it looked like they were coming out of the water. I think that's what it's supposed to be. Is, anyway, the they're really cool. they got these the new okay, I haven't seen huge hang matters hanging on the, hang the stage. I, yeah, I didn't notice them. They're to really awesome. I don't know. Point. I just thought they were it. really cool. Yeah, I
1: haven't noticed. I've been yeah. by there a couple times, but I, haven't, I, haven't, I guess I haven't looked at it. Uh, today's show, final thoughts leading into the Monday night football game. Did anything happen over the weekend that might change our minds? Pittsburgh's uh, opponent in week one, San Francisco, looked very good again. Cleveland's opponent in week one, Cincinnati, looked better but still didn't look great. So did anything happen that that changed our mind dramatically? Yeah, Amari Cooper
4: limped off the field.
1: That is the big (laughs) one, and that's where we're going to start. But before we do our first hello to Mikey McNuggets behind the glass, how was your weekend, McNuggets? It was a good weekend.
2: Celebrated our successful launch of the TV show, and we appreciate all you guys out there who watched on WKYC on Friday. That was a lot of fun for us to do, and we are going to continue doing that all football season. So if you missed it Friday, it is on YouTube, but – Go back and this Friday. Make sure you tune into WKYC to watch. Very good. Overall, good weekend. And tonight, it may be a Monday night football game. It may be a late start, but there will be a UCSS postgame show for tonight's Steelers versus Browns matchup. Myself, Earl, G., and Anthony will be on at the 2-Minute Warning. You can tune in on our YouTube page as soon as the 2-Minute Warning starts. We will give you instant analysis and breakdown. From everything that happened on the field, what it means moving forward, some How game long will grades, that go? all F the fun. Hour?
1: What do you think?
2: On Sundays when the game kicks off at one, it's usually an hour.
1: Yeah.
2: It might be a little late tonight, so maybe a little shorter. But yeah. if they win, if Does they lose, there's stuff win. to talk Absolutely. about, if they win, you guys are going all the so. way until eleven in the morning. Oh, we we'll go, we'll go till we can't go anymore.
3: By the way, six o'clock. Six o'clock to seven o'clock. I got a special barbershop episode on nice. UTSS. It's, it's going to be the de facto pregame show. I got a couple of nice guests on there. We got an appearance from Leroy Horde. We got an appearance from Darren Smith, and we gonna rock and roll with y'all. Six to seven—that's the pregame, and then I'm gonna be right back for the post game Man, Leroy's looking young in that. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that was taken from 2007. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> that picture of Leroy. <laughs> now,
1: now Leroy's got the gray goat. Yeah. And by the way, I'm a big fan of. <laughs> yeah. For every gray strand in
3: that goat is a little bit of knowledge. He'd be yeah, like, Listen, that's he, true. Jay was like, "No, you just as old as me, don't you?" Play <laughs> by, me.
0: by the way, guys. <laughs> Before we spend the rest of the hour and 50 minutes of the show talking about the Browns, we do need to acknowledge what happened with Kobe Altman.
1: That's a, that's a great point. Yeah. Um, you want to tell the news and then let Jason get he, some analysis? He was
0: pulled over for drunk driving,
1: essentially. Yeah. Do we know what he blew? He didn't blow. He refused. Ooh. Okay, that's not yeah. a really good sign. Yeah. Do you I not know, know your you the that, that you change? don't do that, yeah. but it's usually uh, raising your hand. That's my bad. Yeah. Do you yeah.
0: have any new information, by the way? The, no, not not really.
4: Does just,
1: it matter that it was his birthday the next day? I mean, day? it's
4: pretty... I think it tells you what was going on. He's probably he out, out celebrating, celebrating his, his birthday. birthday. Yeah. Most
1: likely. I mean... Yeah, we don't know. That's a supposition. That's an assumption. I just don't understand. At what time was it and where was it? I always, I yeah. always look at those two things because they're... Maybe maybe you can get a little information from yeah. that. Maybe it wasn't no.
4: terribly late. It was just before nine o'clock. Okay, that's, on Friday that's, night.
1: To me, that's better than two thirty.
4: Absolutely, and it was on Route Two, near the East Fifty Fifth exit. But it was on Route Two. So on
1: Route Two near East Fifty Fifth. Probably, probably so so he's probably going home.
4: Probably going home. Yeah.
1: Um, there is no tip, excuse to for me a it person does that ha- the way I look at it, that yeah. it was nine in, in the evening. I mean, it's not like he was. I mean, I don't, we don't know, but it's not like to me the two thirty in the mornings. You've probably been tanking all night, right? It's, and, it's, and it's probably a big right. number.
4: But to not blow, you probably know what yeah. you're going to blow, or you know what I mean. Or He's you got might
1: money, be guys. That you're close, guys. You know,
4: I have no excuses. You know. uh, He's no, got money. Yes, yes. Like, I mean that's not an even an excuse.
0: Even that's not really an excuse. But, yes, but, I know like, what you're saying. When you have the money that he does, yeah. how do you not have someone well, to drive well, you when if you get you have drunk? The money.
1: An Uber Lyft home is twenty five. For anybody, bucks. but especially and, someone. And even now, in today, in the '80s and '90s, it happened. And it was really hard to say, get a driver, get yeah. a friend. Sometimes maybe that's not available. Today, no excuse, no excuse for And
4: UI. in that, You just call team security. You just call security. Right. Hey, come get me. I
1: need a lift.
4: Yeah, that's I why they're there. Like, that's what they do.
1: Yeah. yeah you think he's um, going to lose
4: his job? No. No, I don't, no,
1: don't think so No either. chance. There may be. Uh, Kelly Bronson. Is that how you say her name? Bronson? Yeah, Kelly. Yeah. Kelly. She picked up one a couple yep. years ago. Yep, yep. Um, Suspension. She did not We've lose her job. We've had them in Cleveland sports history. Yeah, yeah sure. Look. Um, I think the circumstances are very important surrounding it. Did you flee? You're probably... That's a career-ending injury if you ran. Um, Was there a a hit and run? Right. That's career-ending. You know, again, the circumstances. If it was a dinner after work, a dinner and drinks with friends after work, not that it excuses it, it
5: doesn't. But... If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
1: We've all been there, so I'm not throwing stones. We've all asked this question. God, I don't know. I had three over two hours. I don't know. Would I be over the limit? I might be, but I I don't feel impaired, not that that's it. Yeah, well, we
0: don't know if he was borderline or whatever. But we've
1: all been there, and we've all, unless I'm, I'm speaking for myself. I have been close. I have made the decision I'm okay, and I've driven. I'm throwing no stones. Now, I'm, it, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm here I know you, you. haven't. Yeah, we've yeah. talked about this no, before. I, it, it, if you're close. You're. I know I have. Like, Oh, I thought, oh, I thought you no. told. Oh, oh okay. no. Like, oh. Listen,
3: man, like, I'm going to just be completely honest. So we're both you? devils, and apparently, apparently Jason you know, and Bull out, are both angels. Because, look, here, I don't. I, I didn't say anything. You know, when you coming out and, and you drink. I came right out of college and realized that, oh, well, uh, you know, when you in college, you, it's right down the street. It's like two stri- straight. Three blocks. Man, listen, I got pulled over by a state trooper. Mm-hmm. And, and this is just full disclosure. I always tell people, you either apologize now or you apologize later. So when I got a, I got an OVI coming out of college, and I, at that time, I, I was just scheduled to start working at ninety two through the fan, and I was just sitting there thinking like, "Hey man, I didn't I didn't threw my whole career away, bro," and I didn't even started yet. Wow. So after that point, and it was I wasn't even doing nothing crazy. My buddy had came from out of town, and he we were celebrating. I said, "I got to go to sleep." Um, because I was waking up at five in the morning. Anyway, they go to the bar to get drunk and they needed somebody to pick them up because they were just messed up. So I get up, I'm thinking I'm straight. I've been laying down for like four or five hours. I'm good. Wow. Four or five hours, so I go get them. I come back and my lights wasn't on all the way. Like they had the parking lights and then the state trooper pulled up and I'm gonna keep it real. Like anytime you see them state trooper lights or any lights behind you and you didn't have any drinks, you you thinking like oh my lord what am I doing what am I gonna get so and he was cool because he didn't impound the car he just told him to get out and I was maybe a block away from my house mm-hmm. oh my god a block I had to park the car and so it was crazy to me so from that you know when you talk about learning from the experiences I just be honest with you I, I don't even after that I, I was like nah I'll never in my life again. Yeah, that's a conversation I remember you and I have. Yeah, ever. I will yeah. never, like, sometimes, if it's, after, if it's after 9 o'clock, I ain't going. Don't do it, guys. Every time but you drive drunk,
0: it. you put your life and the others. lives of others at risk. Others, yeah.
3: It's not, it's not worth
1: it. Don't do it. Call a friend. Call call a cab. Call an Uber. Call a Lyft. Just don't do it. All right. That's out of the way. It's Amari Cooper, guys. Yikes. Amari Cooper. We left here Friday. That wasn't on our radar. He got hurt Friday. He got hurt in Friday's practice. It's a groin. I've read different things. I've read minor, but also, I think it was Adam Schefter used the word unexpected to play. I always thought it was not expected to play. That was really rude. Unexpected, I guess, could work. Um, I think the preferred is not expected, but whatever. Um, the preferred is that he plays. And I've also seen reports that because it's not so bad that he could go. So I don't know where we are on this.
4: Typically in situation when Schefter's reporting that it's coming most likely I don't know who he's talking to but most likely high up it's it's his agent uh, Schefter's talking to the agent yeah a lot of the other people are talking to the team of sure. course the team wants to keep the veil of secrecy of whether or not he's going to play or not just for strategic purposes and for competitive advantage reasons but I tend to lean Schefter on this because he's more than likely talking to Cooper's side of it yeah and in which case they're always going to err on the side of caution Sure. You know. and and so i I don't expect him to play i haven't talked to anyone like full disclosure i haven't talked to anyone uh, but i don't think let's just
1: let's just for this i think we gotta assume he's not gonna play no i know it's tough but for the sake of this conversation because the most recent report was he's not expected to play and as you said that's coming from guy who's one person removed from the player himself what impact does it have on the browns game plan against pittsburgh tonight? if he doesn't play clearly he's wide receiver 1.
0: Yeah. I mean I think it obviously has an impact just the way just like the way Deontay Johnson has an impact for Pittsburgh. Right. The difference is that the Browns have a much better quarterback and to me this is this is like we've talked about we need to see Deshaun Watson have his big game. I know you think he's going to have a big game. I think he's going to have a good game. You think he's going to have a big game. But that's why you get a quarterback like Deshaun Watson. Next because when on. you have a quarterback like Deshaun Watson it shouldn't be a huge deal that a lot that Amari Cooper's out. It's a deal. It's certainly a deal when you when you're missing your best wide receiver. It's a deal. But if you have the quarterback, it shouldn't be an overwhelming deal. Right. That's what I'm expecting to see. Hey, Donovan Peoples Jones, be ready. Elijah Moore, be ready. Cedric Tillman. You're in the mix. You're the third receiver this week. I it. actually thought David Bell was the first name I thought I was like,
4: okay, well, maybe here, David. He, I don't. Here's know. your chance. Here's your chance, David Bell. Go make a play.
1: Wow, we just we saw one target last week right in his breadbasket, and, and he, he, dropped he dropped it. I know, but but. Those are hard to I – can't, I can't forget those.
4: I, I'm with you.
1: And I don't know that the quarterback – if I was the quarterback, I wouldn't be able to forget it either.
4: Especially when your hands are what's supposed to have gotten you in the league. Catch the ball. You're a wide receiver. Like, you know, Anthony Schwartz, we knew drops were part of it. It was the speed that got him to the league. David Bell is supposed to be his hands. Yeah. So, if he's dropping those – but it, it was one pass. I'm not going to give up on a do guy think, because of one pass. Do you think that he
1: would be three tonight over Tillman?
0: Or is Marquise Goodwin the three?
1: I, I think Marky's good with it. There's a package of plays for He's best. like
0: not even, he's like just separate to the side. Yeah, he's
1: almost like different. <laughs> he's you don't want to a four, yeah. or five, or six. Right. Does the situation call for it? Yeah. He's the one. Yeah. He's the only guy that can do what he does.
0: I, I would like to see Cedric Tillman as the three, but I don't know. I don't know
1: I agree he's with you. It, yeah. I mean, hopefully he can take that slot.
3: Yeah. I think this means nothing. That's, Nothing. That's wow, hard, that's hard to Ooh, say. Like that. Is that there is... Kool
1: Aid in that shirt? Yes, it
3: is. It's all. Up now, is down. it mixed in with it, and it automatically goes in? It's like you right ever into seen, the bloodstream. You're like seen, an IV. It's like you ever seen Bane from Batman? How yeah. He has the mask on. Yeah. Where it gets nerve toxins, it's Kool Aid in there. It just goes. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and it just goes I... in. Kool Aid. Yeah, Kool Aid. <laughs> Don't you just get me started on that. Yeah, that could work, bro. (laughs) That could work. That could work. Hey, but I'll say this. The the reason I say it it really don't matter is because now it does matter. And if you want to, in the scheme of things, the big picture don't. Because Deshaun Watson is going to spread anyway. We talked about it today. We talked about it uh, yesterday or last week. He's going to spread the football around. He's not looking for specifically one person. And if you go back and look at the uh, Houston Texans, they didn't have really – no no really big name receivers you know they had you know Brandon Cooks in a couple of years where he's throwing the football they, yeah, they had Hopkins for a couple they had of those had Hopkins years. for yeah. a couple of weeks years but you yeah. know he, he's t- traditionally going to throw the ball to a lot of different people and this is an opportunity for people to step up uh, DPJ he's capable uh, Elijah Moore is very capable. It just means to me that you got to get creative with Elijah Moore a little bit. You got to get him more touches now, because there's no excuse because Amari Cooper ain't here. D- David and is supposed to be a guy who's. I'm gonna thinking get the about ball a line. big game for him tonight. Yeah, I big game for big big game too. for him. So for me, Deshaun Watson and I like it a little bit because that means he even more dialed in. He knows he don't have his number one target, so in his mind, he's thinking, "Okay, I gotta be much more crisp. I gotta be on time with my stuff. I gotta make sure I got a clock going off. I don't give up a no unnecessary sack." So to me, I think it it just motivates him a little more, and I still think he has a big game. Jay,
4: I think uh, either Nijoku or. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Elijah Moore. (laughs) Thank you. Elijah Moore. Yeah. One of those two, I think, is in line for the bulk of the targets, I would think, coming off of this. Yeah, they would become the one. I'm just looking at the trickle-down effect down the line of who's the guy that's going to emerge, and that's I kind of think it might be David Bell. It could be Toma, but I think it might be David Bell. But, I mean, you know, I'm not expecting David Bell to have six catches for 85 yards tonight, obviously. Yeah, it's
1: it's hard to, you know, I think, like you, Bull, I don't think it's going to be one guy that replaces his production. Look, He had three catches for 37 yards last week. So it's not like you're going to look at that and say, oh my God, where are they going to throw the ball? Right. He he threw passes to eight other guys. Um, What I loved was he completed a pass to all three of his tight ends. Mm -hmm. That's telling. That means that the Browns and Watson have faith in all three of those guys being interchangeable. I think that's key. I also think that, I want, to, I want Tillman to be the guy just because physically he looks the part. Yeah, I want Tillman. And see. I think the pedigree is there, and I think that I, I think he is going to be a productive wide receiver in the NFL. Is this the game that he steps forward and shows that pedigree? I don't know. I want him to be the guy, so it's almost clouding my judgment. If for me, I say Tillman over Bell because I can't forget the drop
4: I want to go week. back and look at the snap counts from last week because I feel like Tillman wasn't on the field very much. He was much. not on the
1: field much. Yeah, and, I think, and that's just, I don't know what the numbers said, but by my memory, th- I don't remember seeing them out there a lot. A
4: handful of snaps at most.
1: Now, ordin- ordinarily, I'd say Marquise Goodwin, is Pat- Patrick Peterson is a starter for the Steelers, right?
0: He is.
4: Yeah.
1: Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time trying to figure out just how much removed Patrick Peterson is from Patrick Peterson, if <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. Like, how far has his star fallen? I didn't watch them closely enough last week against San Francisco. Yeah. I don't know. He clearly can't be the same guy that he once was, right. but he's he's experienced, and I think that's telling. But I think Marquise Goodwin, having Minka Fitzpatrick back there for the Steelers probably changes the Browns' thinking on just taking deep, deep shots with Marquise Goodwin. We saw he was open twice last week. He got behind the defense. What that told the other 31 teams in the league, oh, okay, this, this guy still has world-class speed. We can't forget about him. There may have been a little bit of write-off factor last week to Marquise Goodwin, because a week before the season started, we all thought his career was over. So maybe yeah, perhaps opposing defenses true. did too. So I'm not sure that Goodwin will be a factor like he was last week. Not that he was a big factor, but he had a chance to score two touchdowns in that game if the ball was on target. So I think, again, yes, I do think that Deshaun Watson's going to have a good game. He, he completed, we remember all the short throws and the misses last week. He completed 55% of his passes in a, in, in a, in a game where the conditions were constantly wet. The ball was wet and heavy yeah. the entire game. So he wasn't awful. I think he's going to be markedly better tonight. He's going to continue to spread the ball around. I'm, I took my Browns point total down three because of this. So I don't think it's a huge deal. Yeah. I think there will be points in the game where we need to move the sticks. Yeah. Where he would ordinarily look for Cooper. He won't be there. He's going to have to find someone else. Here's an
0: interesting stat, by the way. Let me you a stat real quick, Mike. Amari Cooper traditionally is way better at home than on the road. They're on the road tonight, Right. Uh, even if you look specifically at last year, Amari Cooper in road games last year averaged three catches for fifty-five yards per game in road games. So he's not really big. I like a factor the fifty-five the yard part. I mean, that's not really that that's good.
1: No, it's not. But but would you take fifty-five yards tonight against the Steelers? Sure, but as in, opposed to losing it
0: in home games last year, he averaged six catches. For up close to eighty five yards. That's unusual because that was his first year. God, so it really what's is it, unusual. It's they, not they, like it, he's it, it's his, his, his whole, whole career. career though. His whole yeah. career, he's
1: been it's that. It's not way. just last year. Yeah, it's
0: been his whole career. I don't now know what why about. That is.
1: Okay, so maybe he loves the home crowd and the adulation. I wonder if there's a number for prime time games out of Mari Cooper. Does sure, he, there is. Does he love to step up in the big in the bright lights and and uh, when the crowd is. You know, the national crowd is there. I don't know. Mikey, we threw two questions out, not sure on numbers, and you said you looked them up. What are they? I got them.
2: Yeah, so snap counts last week. David Bell played 10 snaps. Marquise Goodwin played 10 snaps. Tillman played 11. So essentially all the same, but more. Tillman did yeah, I wouldn't that. play an extra snap. I feel like I
4: only saw Tillman out there two or three times, but yeah. obviously I missed the other. There others. was one
2: point where I'm like, where's Tillman? Yeah. I just hadn't seen him. And then for your Patrick Peterson, once again, we PFF grades, not everything. No, right. Last season was his highest coverage grade, according to PFF, ever. He had an 80.7 overall grade, an 82.5 coverage grade. Okay, that's grade. superb. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only other grade that was ever higher was in 2018 with Arizona by .2. What was his grade so, in
1: San Francisco last week?
2: Uh, 63. Okay. A one-, one game sample, but no, not know. as good.
1: No, I know. He's got to worry about Debo. Sam- He's got a lot of things to worry about with San Francisco. They're- and
2: then for Amari Cooper... By the way, fascinating. 62 career home games, 64 career road games. So two more road games than home games. At home, he has 322 career catches on the road, just 276. He has 1,200.
1: Well, that's that's 50 fewer. Over 60 games, that's not even one catch a game. Two
2: fewer games. He has 1,200 more yards at home and two fewer games than he does on the road. Yeah. And touchdowns, he has 34 touchdowns at home, 21 on the road.
0: He is, he is, though, better at night. His In night games, he's averaged almost 73 yards per game, which is better than 1 o'clock games. And I imagine he's
1: played games. a lot of primetime games because is, of, uh, Cowboys, it seems, are are always playing with lights on. He's
0: played 29 uh, primetime games in his career.
3: Hmm. You know what? We tripped. We tripped bad. I almost forgot. two seasons. I forgot to say this. We didn't even mention the, the, the X Factor. Who's that? It's that Nick Chubb. Like, what I want to see in the past game one of the things that I haven't seen since about 2020 what is, is the Browns' screen game. If you go back and watch that year, the Browns' screen game was prolific. There's a lot of runs and a lot of plays that Nick Chubb made with run after the catch because he has those linemen in front of him and he's a bowling ball and he has a speed to break it. If you go back and watch, uh, just the other day I was re-watching um, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Browns trying to get ready for it. It was the playoff game. Um, and in 2020, the play that really sealed it because Pittsburgh was coming back. Yeah. The play that sealed it was a screen pass to Nick Chubb that he took to the house for about 40 yards. And I just haven't seen the screen game in a long time. I think he could be a really big part of that, um, especially if, if you if you got defensive ends that are getting upfield like uh, T.J. Watt that are aggressive. Um, those guys are going to be trying to get upfield against uh, Jed Wills Although, and Dewan Jones. T.J. So,
1: Watt has a number of times in his career when I've been playing him, Ben, in heavy pass rush, and when the ball is released, immediately turns around, runs upfield, and makes the tackle because his motor never stops. That's called. So Richard. he is a guy that will double back and get you from the backside.
3: Yeah, so you, you got to switch it up. If he's on the right side, I'm, I'm calling what I would do. You, you fake a tunnel screen that way because he's on that side of the field, and, and sneak the back out the other way on the opposite yeah. side of make the field. It, make
1: it so he's got further jump. Make it so he has to do right.
3: something. So, yeah. you know, to me, um, I, I think that'll be a big part of the game. And plus, you can you can still lean on the run game as well. So, I, I don't think it'll be that big of a deal.
1: We're not sure who it's going to be in, in terms of uh, the number three tonight. But let's how – how confident are we We'll break out our confidence meter one to ten? What's your confidence level in these receivers – in this core, minus Amari Cooper. Are we pass catchers like including Njoku, or just receivers? Everybody. So in the passing game. Yeah. If you were an eight before with these guys, you know where were you before? Where are you today? How much does it dink your confidence uh, meter?
0: I would say I probably was a seven and a half before. Okay. And now I'm a six. Oh, so it comes down that much. Six, six and a half. Okay. We
4: said all offseason, if if Amari Mm -hmm. Cooper goes down, what does this receiving core look like, right? We did. I mean, that was a...
1: We talked about that as a nightmare scenario. Absolutely.
4: Now, listen, this doesn't Mm -hmm. sound like this is the end of the world. If he does miss tonight, it's probably a one-game type thing, although they are on a short week. But the problem with groins is a lot like with the burrow injury with the calf. They linger. And it just takes one small tweak or one small move, as we saw in practice on Friday, and now he's laid up again. So... Well, I certainly don't think this is anything catastrophic. I do think it's something we're going to have to watch throughout the year. So I'm kind of with Bull. I'm in that sort of six range. I think I was probably seven before and probably a six now. I didn't overly love these guys to begin with uh, as a whole. But uh, when you lose your top dog, your number one guy, and you've got a lot of unproven guys behind them, yeah, of course it's going to So if you're giving man your
1: ratings before to the Browns receiving core, what was it then? What is it now?
3: And I had Mark Cooper probably like an <laughs> eighty-eight. They had him on. He was a ninety on the game. Right. I say he about eighty-eight. Your best, your second best receiver, I would probably say, is Elijah Moore, um, just because of his speed rating. So I think Elijah Moore is maybe eighty-one. DPJ is probably at seventy-nine or eighty. Uh, so then, when you
1: lose the biggest number from that group, your number is going to go down. Yeah.
3: So overall, the receiving core, I would say the receiving core is probably like a 74, 75 yeah. overall. Now. Yeah. Now.
1: Yeah. I would have had before. I would have put it in the seventy-five to seventy-seven. You know, not quite mm-hmm. eighty range, mid to high seventies. Now I'd say it's low seventies. So I'm not like I'm not dinking them fifteen percentage points because of the because they lost their number one. But it's a big miss. Look, it's. It's so they number one. And, we, yeah. and we, it's more on Watson. It's more on Watson to make it easier for the other guys. Well said. Like, now he's got to be sharper. Yeah. He's got to be better. He's got to find his receivers. Um, I, I love the next man up mentality. I mean, a lot of times coaches say next man up, and they believe we're going to be okay. I think this is one of those situations. There are other times when they say next man up, and when you know when you go from Aaron Rodgers to Zach Wilson, <laughs> I, next man he'll cut it. <laughs>
0: I I got friend, I got these group of friends real quick. I know we'll talk a little bit about it later. But a group of friends that I've been playing fantasy football with forever. Most of them are friends from New York. Over the years we've brought in a guy from Chicago and California. Right. But it's mostly guys so from New York. Jets fans so there's a there. lot of Jets and Giants fans. And they're on there before the game, like, Jets are still going to the playoffs. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you guys are crazy. Yeah. Now, one game doesn't prove the Jets are not going to the playoffs. No. But, I, you know, come on.
1: Neither does one game prove and they are going
0: no, to No, the sure. That's There's what, a reason they brought Aaron Rodgers in in the yeah, first place.
1: Now they're right back where you know, they were. You can stand in front of the camera all week long and all you want, say, it's next man up. right, Right. But you know when you're alone with your face when you're shaving in the morning, you're looking at the mirror going, oh, damn. <laughs> I yeah. mean, this isn't actually a next-man-up scenario. a few yeah.
0: spots where that doesn't work.
1: Yeah, and, <laughs> and I don't think this is one of them. No, no. I don't. No, no, I think the no. Browns have enough enough yeah. depth there where they can cover Here, the, uh, the
3: base. Y'all might, y'all might think I'm crazy for this because this is uncharacteristic mm. of me, but I've always been jealous and petty on certain things, right? So, you know, back in the day when people used to give gym shoes, I used to make a note of it. I'm like, yeah, when I get older, I don't care who I marry, I'm buying all them gym shoes for what my mom did to me. She didn't let me have them. When I was watching games this week, for some reason in my mind I kept counting how many quarterbacks were throwing for three. I saw Daniel Jones put up three something. Yeah. I saw Baker put up three something. I seen Matt Stafford put up three something. Jared Goff. Jordan Love putting up three something. Jared
4: Goff
0: I said, hold on. Now, Even Sam Howell had two ninety nine. No, like one fifty, <laughs> didn't he? Love didn't play. Commanders
3: well.
1: are two and off. The first no, Love, game. Oh, the, Jared, first game. the first game. The First yeah, game. Yeah.
3: yeah. So I'm sitting around looking like, mmm. Where's I'm, our three hundred? I, I I feel kind of I want my I want my three hundred too. I want my I'll get I, it. I, well, I, let's hope Deshaun Watson uh, wants
1: those sneakers. back. Hey,
3: bro, I, let's get this three hundred, man. Yeah. Like we look, it's a perfect opportunity. It's right here in front of you. We know y'all want to smoke, and, and we know you got a better team. Yeah. But we need to start. So I want to see them numbers rolling, Mike. He mentioned
0: Baker. I know we can talk about it later. Can we jump <laughs> to it now and do <laughs> other things later, or no?
1: We can still talk about it later. What's your Baker thought now? No,
2: I just.
0: I, if you don't want me to, Mike, I'll hold
1: it As soon as hold hold we mention Baker, Baker for, hold, yeah.
2: we go off the rails. So let's I will save say this, Baker until later.
1: Though. You know, we have, we've developed a move the needle list on the show. Baker yeah. still moves it. Baker moves it. And, 100%. and you know what? Baker's probably always going to move it. 100%. And he's playing well. He is. That's it. That's all I was going to say. But you know what? He knows he's playing well. <laughs> and that's when he's always self destructive <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and he said something after the game last night where as soon as I saw it, I said, yeah, of course he there said you go. that. All right, let's of hold it. Let's hold it. Here we we go. Go. We'll it. There we go. We'll talk about that coming up. Also, ahead. I want to tease something really quick for the end of the show. Yeah. We know Bernie Kosar is, you know, one of the more legendary Browns players in our lifetimes, for sure. Um, he did a lot for this franchise. At the end of the show, a message from Bernie Kosar to Steelers fans that no one's going to want to miss. Mm. So I know as you're watching us, you might think, you know what, I got to get back to the gig at 12 o'clock. I'm taking an early lunch, or at twelve thirty, I got to check out because my boss is looking over my shoulder. I got to get back to work. You better put in an earpiece. You better keep listening to us because at around twelve fifty-five, we're going to give you a message from Bernie Kosar to all Steeler fans that will make Steelers fans and Browns fans go, "Whoa, what did he just say?" I like it. I like so it. So up, up plus, right show.
0: before that, we're going to have a Steeler fan on, and we're going to have a dueling talk trash talking with
2: him.
1: That's right. <laughs> trash talk. Pre-game, yeah we're gonna have some fun with it
2: we love that. uh before we do that though i do have to read a couple super chats here whenever we read super chats mike you know who it's brought to us by it's brought to us by our dear friends at pcc airfoils looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits well pcc airfoils is a leading manufacturer in northeast <laughs> ohio all locations of pcc airfoils at east lake menor wickliffe and minerva are hiring for all positions starting at 18 dollars and up plus full benefit packages paid time off and a signing bonus you can apply Online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. We have three super chats to get to this morning. The first comes from Michael Rybovich. He says, Bull, the negative voices are always the loudest. I don't always agree with you, but I respect your opinions, and I do believe the majority of us do as well. Keep up the good work. Elf the haters. Next one comes from Mason Gowden. He says, the Browns always seem to beat up on the Bengals, then go back to the same old Browns. Do you think we're being overhyped and overreactionary for what they typically do against Cincinnati? We'll get to that in one sec, but I want to read this last one first. Isaac Tolbert says the last time the Browns were favorites in Pittsburgh, they won 51 to nothing. That was in 1989. Keep up the great work, go <laughs> Brownies.
4: Bud Carson's first game as head coach. That's crazy. Call.
3: I watched that. I watched that game. Went back. Watched that game this summer. Oh, did you? Is that Three Rivers? Am I misremembering? Did Carson used to every
1: once in a while sneak a heater on the sidelines? I think a
3: lot of guys did back in the day. I know
1: way yeah. back like in the 50s, 60s, and yeah. 70s, but yeah. I, in my mind, I don't know if he was like in the dugout of old Municipal Stadium waiting to come out, but I, could, no. I have an image of Bud Carson ripping heat on the field. Oh, that was the precursor for, what's his name? Mike, Mike, Mike McDaniel, Daniel. remember last year? Doing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: He what's it called? The vaping. vaping. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, there's something about him. I don't want to get off track. but yeah. He's a genius, but he is annoying. I, don't I like him. Yeah. I like him too. <laughs> I really and like him. Did you guys see his really a halftime like interview? No. I did not. He's just trying to be something so hard that it's just, I don't know. I like but him. I got to give him credit. His, He's his, play,
3: his playbook is, they be running tricks. He's
1: got motions and stuff that The no motion, one else yeah, in the the motion game does. last it's, night was on point. The blocked extra or field goal by gonna, Belichick gonna talk that is well. going to change the game. It's going to change the game. I'd never seen that before and uh, they tried it again later on a very important field goal, and the Miami kickers saw him coming, and he pushed it the other way. It was a big miss at the time. Okay, uh, next up. Mr. Thornhill is back.
2: They may not have Cooper tonight, and I say they, I mean the Browns, but they do have their high-paid addition to the secondary. Last week against Cincinnati, the Bengals secondary is pretty damn good without Juan Thornhill in the lineup. Rodney McLeod filled in. How much do you think Thornhill can add to the secondary that we already think is pretty damn good? Is there an element that he brings that they didn't have previously and wasn't shown against Cincinnati? Guys?
3: Takeaways. He's shown He's shown to be a ball hawk. Um, he's shown to be a guy that can take the football away. We saw it in the preseason. Um, and, and I just think when you look at it, he's a guy that, that, that can make your nightmare I would just <laughs> – even worse than it could be. Uh, You look at where Grant Delpit is, you know, and Jim Schwartz said he's the best he's ever seen Grant Delpit play. Um, And you bring Thornhill in, bringing that extra uh, ability to take the football away, be around the line of scrimmage, and both of those guys are really interchangeable. You don't move, miss much when one guy's in coverage and one guy is down at the bottom, uh, at the top of the line of scrimmage. And the great thing about it is, your secondary is now whole. Now, as good as they played before, Think about what they're going to be when they get all those guys back. Yeah. Now they'll be able to stay in coverage a little longer, which is so scary uh, because the defensive line is going to get home. And that's just It's just a matter of time with that. You look at Thorne. you
0: talk about the turnovers. Forget the, even the
3: preseason. In Kansas City,
0: played 52 games in Kansas City. He had eight interceptions. He forced a fumble and he recovered a fumble. So that's about a turnover every five games, which in this NFL is a lot mm-hmm. for a defensive player, one every five games. He plays very aggressively. This system is very aggressive, so he's a good fit for this system. And, oh boy, you're playing against a, not a rookie quarterback, but a second-year quarterback who has been what? Turnover prone so far yep, in his career. Right, right. So, I think he has a good, you know, what's his, uh, I'm drawing a blank now on uh, the guy from Philadelphia who played safety last week for the Browns. Mc, the Rodney veteran. McLeod. McLeod. McLeod, yeah. He's a good, solid player. He played well. And we was know. great, and he played well, so yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's a huge upgrade, but over the long course of a season, it will be because McLeod's older, sure. and Thornhill's in the prime of his career, and. And, uh, you know, is even better than what was a good secondary yeah, th- last week. I think it's a
4: significant upgrade over, over McLeod mm-hmm. yeah. over, over the course of the season. Yes. He's more, to me, Grant Delpin is more run help and Juan Thornhill is more pass help. Exactly. That's right. And and so he's going to help in the pass coverage. The Steelers are without Deontay Johnson. They might be without George Pickens. Like, they're a mess. Yeah. Whoa. Right what now. happened with Pickens all
2: the time? Pickens was, Hamstring. was
1: a report yesterday that, uh, or was I, I saw it yesterday. He's questionable Manhattan. for tonight. Yeah. Hamstring?
2: Yeah. Hamstring, yeah. correct. Yeah. They I got no shot with that. <laughs> I, that's oh, what listen, I'm
1: saying. Who's their top receiver after that? If Pickens doesn't suit oh, up. Oh, Allen Robinson. If we don't come home 2-0, it's really, yeah. it's really even really if, Even if Pickens
4: plays at this point, yeah. obviously it's going to be. not 100 It's going to be bothering them.
1: What's the spread? Friar fanged to up, too. 2 it
0: Two was and a half. half. Two and, and, half. and a half. Last
4: time I checked. Yeah. So yeah, no Deont- is banged up. No Cam Hayward. No Deontay Johnson. Pickens questionable. Even if he plays, the hamstring is going to slow him down. You would have to imagine. Yeah. 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 So I mean, yeah, Juan Thornhill is going to play a role, but also the Steelers <laughs> just being decimated. And they don't have a good They're running game. Play role.
0: They just don't have yeah. a good running game. This idea, everybody just assumes the Steelers have a good running game. They don't because their they, offensive it, line's not good. They do, but they don't. And Najee Harris just, uh, is just is just a guy.
1: Yeah. He's just a guy back there. He's not special. I think. I think what he brings to this team that might, might have been missing, it's just that it's, it's, it's the winning edge, the winning attitude. There is a palpable feeling in the locker room of winning teams. When you walk in there, whether it's after practice, whether it's after a game or before a game, there's just a different feel to it. Mm-hmm. And I think because he has been a winner in Kansas City, he knows what that feeling is. He knows what leadership looks like. He provides leadership. I just think, you know, I don't know how much of a dog he is. Like, you know, I don't know, you know, in terms of that nasty edge that we want this defense to play with. I think that's still going to have to come from the upfront portion of the defense. But I think he brings a winning edge and yeah. the ball hawk skills.
0: Rodney McLeod's a, I mean, he's one too. He's in Philadelphia, got to right. But Thornhill, I think Thornhill is definitely a dog. I, I, I don't think there's any. I, to me, I think he's that type of player. He's a talker, and I think he's a guy who backs up his talk. Yeah.
3: There, there's, there's a reason um, why people are so excited about the Browns defense. We just got talking about, got done talking about the offense. We didn't take into account that if, if you have a defense. I, I go mention the Dallas Cowboys. I watched them yesterday. And wow, was, oh my God I was he like, he is unreal. They, they have. He's, no. he's at an MVP level oh, right now. Head. Defensive MVP. The Cowboys. They had the Jets had no chance. None. It was one of those things where it was just like you was watching a, a, a pro team versus a JV high school team. It was like, you're not going to you're not gonna move the ball. It was, And they knew it. Robert, Salah knew it. He was just like, we, we ain't got nothing for they this. They ran
4: the fake punt on fourth down, got the
0: first down, and had to punt it again. Through. <laughs> yeah. They got the one nice touchdown pass to Garrett Wilson. It was a right?
4: long
1: touchdown. They didn't
3: move the ball at all besides that one no. play. Because so they, couldn't, they no. couldn't
1: account for number 11.
3: It was you, everywhere. When you got defense yeah. like yeah. that, it changes what you talk about offense. You could just you don't you don't gotta score every play. You don't gotta throw the deep balls. Like it, it's just it's such an advantage, especially in today's NFL where defense is not no it's not known for your defense. It game center yeah. for offense. But now if you got a defense and you got a secondary and guys like uh, what's his name? I can't even think. He was so good. Dog gonna get good yesterday. Michael Parsons. Uh, Michael, Michael Parsons. Well, you yeah. got Michael Parsons. It's like bro. You, you feel bad you for know, him. And they move him like, around, too. I'll give
1: you a quick baseball analogy, Bull. Let's say you're playing a game against a Cy Young caliber pitcher. All nine on the other team are gripping. They're all, they, they know. Yeah. But not only is that the case, but the pitcher that's opposing him is gripping because every pitch is a leverage Pressure pitch. on him, yeah. I yeah. give up one run, I can take the L. Nah, that's and right. with, I think with Thornhill out there, here's what I'm hoping for. Do what San Francisco did. That's the perfect blueprint to how to beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. They hit him in the mouth so fast that the, the crowd was not a factor at no. all. It was one of the That's few right. games I can ever remember watching where I said, I kept waiting for a point in the game where, okay, now the crowd's going to come back. They didn't. They, were, they, they never right. showed up because it was such a you know wide margin early, and they never made a point because the Steelers never gave them a chance get up on them early, and if you force them to throw, Thornhill becomes an even bigger Right, well, if you
0: make the Steelers one-dimensional with a quarterback that's prone to turnovers. Then you're going
1: to get three picks. Yeah, yeah, That's how that happens.
0: By the way, I don't know if anybody saw this. I just happened to catch this. uh, I think it was this morning I happened to catch it, but it was on Friday. Did anybody see Jordan Palmer? You know, he he played in the NFL. He's Carson Yeah, Yeah. 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 He's a quarterback. I saw that. You saw that. He was on Colin Coward. I'm not a big Colin Coward fan, but I saw the clip. Uh, Jordan Palmer was on, and Kyle Coward was asking about why uh, Joe Burrow struggled last week. And he said, well, the weather and the injury. But he goes, he goes, I'm telling you something. He goes, by the middle of this season, we will be talking about the Browns' defense like we're talking about the Cowboys' defense. They are legit, wow. elite. They're going to be great. Now, just one opinion, but the guy played in the league, right. he, he coaches quarterbacks. I mean, he's got hey, a feel for Is there any on.
1: reason of concern for the injury? We saw him using the Theragun. On his calf. Oh, and you're then, talking
0: about for Burrow? For Joe Burrow? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a big deal. I I he, think it's a very big deal. He he had a setback on the injury. It's a yeah. it's going to be a problem the whole season.
1: Th- that's one of those injuries. Yeah. It's almost like I'm and I don't string. even know,
0: I don't even know if he's going to play this week. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just speculating. Who do they play? Uh, the Rams.
1: Boy, you slipped to 0 and three, and that hole gets deep. Yeah. Flat. Oh yeah.
0: In this division.
1: Last year they started one and two, didn't they? They started 0 and two. 0 and two. But and two and three. And two and three. And okay. they started
0: 0 and three in the division. They still won it, yeah. but.
1: You don't yeah. want to do that but again.
0: Joe Burrow wasn't hurt at that point. Yeah,
1: the degree of difficulty
0: yeah. goes up dramatically. Oh, and yeah, if he's hurt and he misses games, they're finished. Yeah. It's over it's already. Gonna be, it's going to be tough.
2: Hey, real quick, we're going to make this next topic a one-question one answer and response from you guys before okay. we get to our Joel Batonio game. But Browns and Steelers both had an extra day of rest, extra day of preparation. They're playing Monday night football. Who do you think that extra day benefits more, the Steelers or the Browns? R- real quick around the horn. Does
1: anybody have strong thoughts on that? I didn't.
2: I- I'm neutral. If I
0: had to say, I'd say it benefits the Steelers I by did the too. littlest bit, I did only too. because they played the Niners last week, who were the most physical team in football.
1: Yeah, and then we gave a stat last week that the teams th- lose the teams that played the Niners the week before always lose. We're zero right. sixteen last year, so I'll say the Steelers. So but I, I, that's I, why I, I said the Steelers. But also, by I the think smallest the, percentage, I th- I, if I had to give a coaching edge, I'm giving it to Pittsburgh. I don't think anybody can kill me for that. No, no of course. And um, I always think that. The extra day always benefits the team with the better coach. It How, just gives them one however, more day to game plan, one more day to dive into film.
0: I would argue that the Browns have the edge of coordinators. Well, Mike. Tom- well, they
1: definitely have the edge at of offensive coordinator.
0: Well, Mike Tomlin, the the uh, head coach, I give an edge over Kevin yeah, Stefanski, the head coach. But if you look at the the um, Canada coordinator versus Van matchup, Kelt
1: slash Stefanski. Well, no, easy it's to no, it's
0: Canada versus Jim Schwartz, which is. I'm, oh, I'm you're going offensive. Yeah, God. I mean oh, to me, yeah. that's a massive advantage. Well, that's for Schwartz. Checkers, <laughs> <Yeah. in my laughs> and then Kevin Stefanski <laughs> against Terrell Austin. I'll say that's pretty even. Yeah. Uh, Terrell Austin's a good DC, but uh,
1: I might even give a slight edge to Stefanski. I would give the edge to Stefanski. Even if you even, if
0: you, even if you but, don't, even if you say even, still an edge overall at right. the yeah. coordinator. Okay.
1: Jim Schwartz against Canada couldn't be a bigger mismatch. Yeah, it's it's pretty big. Yeah. It's glaring. Yeah. We talked about Canada last week. And how the Steelers, basically, according to Adidi, yeah. brought him back because they don't like to fire the people. Rooney's don't yeah. like to pay coaches that aren't working that's right. for them.
0: Wow! It is amazing that the Steelers have had three coaches my entire life, and I'm 52 years. I think they've had four in your. I life. get.
1: Yeah, I understand that. But that's the head coach. Like when it comes to coordinators. Yeah. How is it that? The Rooneys can be the last one to know what everybody else has and already yeah, figured out well, on Canada.
0: Let's hope they never figure it out. Yeah, like, keep them, them there. Back. Come on. That Canada is a great but OC. The, the, the notion keep that them they there. would
1: sabotage—not sabotage—but yeah. they would sacrifice another season because they don't want a coach to draw a paycheck Crazy. from them and he's not working for them. Now
4: I want to know Canada's contract.
1: <laughs> how much? Like, I mean, how much can left make on his contract? It, it's how many probably years? seven figures, but low seven figures. Yeah. Like I mean, a million and a half. I, how maybe? rich are the Ruiz? But they can't afford it? To me, we talked about the Browns at one point were paying six different head coaches, $49 million in the same season.
3: I hope they move to Tampa Bay. They can move to Sarasota. I don't know. I don't like the Steelers. I want them to make bad decisions up and down. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yes. they don't
1: normally make them. Uh, this one's a glaring but
2: one. But they made in my more mind. in
3: recent years, which is good to see.
1: Yeah, we like that.
2: All right. This is Canada's final year of his contract. Okay, There's there no number out yeah. there. Yeah, it's they hard to get those numbers,
1: get those numbers yeah, it's for hard the to coordinators. Get which is
2: weird because we know every detail of a player's contract, the yep. buyout, yeah, but, but coaches the, are It's different with agents, the
1: agents don't like to do it. Um, and for whatever reason, it's kind of the unwritten rule in the business that you Magic, find baseball, out. In all sports, you, yeah. you don't
3: usually find out about that. No, now, now, boys, just calm down. We're yeah. going to be accused of being happy someone's losing their job. Oh, yeah. We, might wanna, we don't wanna advocate do anyone losing I mean, their job. We're
1: going to get I mean, in this case, we're glad he kept his job. Yeah, absolutely, hey, and we
3: really actually and are
2: endorsing a lifetime contract. Yeah, contract. give me extension. Sign that. Yeah. give
4: him an extension. You want to pay me seven figures? You can fire me anytime you want. <laughs> That's exactly. Anytime you, you want. Guaranteed money. I don't care. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> I, I have Mike. no kind of money like free money. <laughs> Who's yep. the LSU coach? I always, J-
2: Jason. I'm going to say my dream job is a fired. Ed SEC Ed <laughs> yeah, coach. Fired. That is my dream job. Yeah. Fire me as an SEC football the, coach. The, All right. Before we get to. Our little game today, a new thing we're trying. I do want to tell the people out there that if you do not own a pair of Bird Dogs, what are you waiting for? I'm actually wearing my Bird Dog sweatpants right now. They are the best casual and athletic. They could do either sports apparel brand out there. Bird Dogs, a big fan of UCSS. UCSS loves Bird Dogs as well. Check them out at birddogs.com. All right, guys. Joel Batonio is set to make his 100th consecutive start tonight for the Cleveland Browns. So let's give a round of applause real quick yeah, for our Joel. guy, our All-Pro, oh, Joel, Joel Batonio, the epitome of consistency. Kind of, of a poor man's Joe Thomas.
4: Yep. Still pretty wealthy. He's yeah. still a pretty rich man. Poor man
1: is all relative,
2: right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I came up with a little game here. This is not his career 100th start. This is his 100th consecutive start. Right. I'm not going to tell you exactly when the streak started. I need you to do that mental math for yourself. But I'm going to give you something that happened. I need, to tell, I need you to tell me. If it happened before his consecutive streak oh. started or after. And you have your whiteboards. We've we got seven board? of
1: these. So, what? The, answer, the correct answer throughout this will be before or after? Before or after. Okay.
2: Similar thing to true and false, but we're going to do before I or after. And this games. is all based yeah, on. I'm just going to pick before every time. When Betonio's consecutive start streak began. Are you guys ready to play before or after Joel Betonio's consecutive start streak? We have music, it seems like some sort of Mike, music. Mike, hit the music. Number one, did this happen before or after Batonio's consecutive streak began? Two of Jalen Hurts and Mac Jones were all in Alabama's quarterback room together. Was that before or after the streak began? Jason says before. He's tipped his hand. He's going to save you four before. before, Two befores, two afters, which means two of you guys will be right. The answer... It is before. What? Yeah. It is before. Yes, yeah. sir, Bull. Mac Jones redshirted a year before he ever. What year was up. that that they were together?
1: Maybe '16. 2017. Seventeen. Okay. What? That's oh. kind of corny.
0: Cool. Oh, that's cheesy. By the way, that's a hell like right. of a
1: quarterback room.
2: Not too shabby. Wait a second. Oh, they no. were there before Batonio streak started. I can give you the exact dates if you want, but I'm not going to give you the exact date of Antonio start because that would ruin the rest of the game. Yep. Question number two. I think your math's wrong. No, it's not. I give you no, the exact not. dates. Right. I was right. You're wrong.
1: <laughs> Take your medicine ball. Zeke
2: Elliott. That's Jordan Elliott. That's supposed to be Jordan Howard. I sent that to Anthony wrong. And DeMarco Murray finished the season 1, 2, and 3 in the NFL in rushing yards. It's supposed to be who? What? It's supposed to be Jordan Howard, not Jordan Elliott. That's Zeke Elliott. I just combined the two names into one. And
0: Demarco Murray.
2: Yes, finished one, two, three in the NFL in rushing yards. Jordan Elliott, obviously not the right name there. Jordan Howard.
0: Man, Jordan Howard was good for like two years.
2: I got to do some math here. <laughs> G. Bush says after. Jason says before. Jace, deep into math. Carry the one, man. I'm gonna change my. After. I'm gonna change my. I'm after, change doing
3: mind. math. I'm gonna, I'm change, gonna change my, my answer. I'm gonna change mine because Zeke came out and he did it in his rookie year, and he 14. They won a championship, so that's before. And Demarco. Two before
2: is two afters, and the answer. Is before. There you go. See, Because DeMarco's Your math might be wrong.
3: DeMarco Murray left the, was the Cowboys up. Up I the I can't Eagles. tell you what season. I'll
2: tell you all the answers of the exact
1: dates after. I know, but we're going back to before the streak started or after the streak started, right? Correct. Is that the line? That was a whole season before the streak started, I can assure you. Yeah, just hold on one second here. You guys talk about something important.
0: All right. Yeah, it was 2016 the streak started. The end of
1: 2016. No. 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 But the start of the 2017 season. Yeah, your math is definitely wrong. No. If you go back 100 games, it takes you, you to season. Are you including the playoffs? Are
2: you including the playoffs? No, is 100 consecutive regular season starts. Right. It goes takes back, you back to, to September 10th, 2017. No, 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 Jay, you're you're wrong, Jay. way off.
1: You're way off. Oh, no wait, I forgot 22. Hold on.
2: His first start of this streak was September 10th, 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's including the playoffs. September 10th, 2017. I don't think it does include the playoffs.
0: It has to, because there's only been 98 regular season games since the start of the 2017 season. Well,
2: no, because it it counts tonight. It counts tonight, not the playoffs. Yeah, today would be the 98th regular season game.
5: No, because there's two 17-game seasons. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, If you wanna know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
4: Mike's right, you're wrong. Move I'm on. telling
2: you, I'm right. I have the exact dates for all of this. Trust me. Okay. I, I double checked with the Browns. Yeah, you're right. I left uh-huh. I left to see. Right, off. there were two Can we can we cut that? Uh, mark that time yeah, down when Jay said, down. yeah, I'm
1: right, please. Uh, let's cut all right, that. You're right, you're right. I thought it was. I know only, because so ahead. often. So, Just so you guys I'm double know, I'm double-checking him on mistakes, he's made a lot of them when, when it comes to these games. <laughs> that's why I'm double-checking. I mean, we had
0: 13 wrong names on that last <laughs> graphic. I don't know what happened.
4: But <laughs> so, I'm, that is excuse fair. Excuse
1: me for thinking you that might is, be wrong.
4: That is fair. But I'm 2-0. and oh, That's all that matters. Okay, two so ones. for the rest, You're the only one 2-0. and
2: oh. That's right. His start of the streak started September 10th, 2017. Yes. So that is the date. I didn't want to give you the date, but that is the date we are going off. No. Yeah. OK, next up. Tony Romo played his final season with the Cowboys. Was that before or after the streak started?
1: Jason staying consistent with before. It, so it's basically he played a game. He played his last game, let's say that. After September after. 10th of 17. How long has
2: Romo been out of the game? Bull says after.
1: Before for Jay.
4: I actually think it's after, but I have to stay consistent to the Yeah,
1: I'm just trying to think, did he play in 2017 or not? That that's, gives you the answer. 17 was either his last season in or his first I season out. I can't believe out.
4: he's been in the booth for five years already. <laughs> Gee, what do you think? Uh, yeah,
1: remember when he came in, he was, like, predicting all the plays. Yeah. And after. I, you know what? It is going to be after. By the way, it this is going to be after.
4: I think it is after. Yeah, By it th- is after. I'm changing my name. No, year. it's
2: before. It yes! Is. It is. 2016 was his By final season. By the way, season. this
0: whole streak is fla- fraudulent because he missed that playoff game against the Chiefs. That is true. Yeah, but but I think we're talking a regular season. It's still. So you, you to, that's lame, though. He hasn't played, you know. I don't know. Anyway. Well, but, you know,
1: for records and stuff like that for the regular season, the postseason counts. Yeah, it's count. true.
2: Bo, this next one's for you. Chris Davis led Major League Baseball in home runs with 48. Did that happen before or after Batonio streak began? Now, that's
0: the A's Chris Davis because yeah. the A's Chris yeah. Davis was KH. Yes. The Orioles and, Chris and Davis going so CH. Either gonna
2: be, so, how good is Bo's baseball almanac? What year did Chris Davis lead the Major Leagues in home runs? before
1: after i said i was gonna say 16.
2: bull do you know what year it was
0: that he let chris davis led the league in home runs i think it was 2018. Bull Sprite. wow
2: it was after
1: 2018 is when chris davis god now it's Major so funny league how certain things seem so much further away than they really are yeah. and other things it's it's exactly
3: the opposite yeah. wow i dude, if this was music videos i get all these right but it's not but there's well no, gee
1: there are no
2: more music the next one is
3: really. the next one's music about right? this
2: uptown funk by mark ronson and bruno Mars was the number one song <laughs> uptown in america
3: funk, come give it to him uptown yeah funk, uh yeah it. hold on let me do the math one. don't
2: sing any more words but that was our three seconds of copyright we're allowed free use yeah we're out of, out of time uh, we're out seven
1: seconds uh,
3: oh this is easy
1: jason's being true to his his, his strategy was very smart
2: Before, 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 after. If it's after, Jay's right. If it's before everyone else is, it's 2015. Wow. That was 2015. My timeline machine's busted. We have two more, guys. What's the score update, Anthony, through five
1: questions? Uh, Jason has four. G has three. Bull has two. And Jay has one. One, two, three, four. I love this. That's crazy. I love your (laughs) strategy. He's already got his answer up. (laughs) I haven't changed it. All
2: right, next one. Kawhi Leonard. Nope. Tiger Woods, excuse me won his most recent Masters Tournament. Was that before or after?
4: Yeah. Do I stay with the stick or do I go with the right answer? Because this is definitely after.
1: Yeah, get, get it right. Get it no. right. He get, no, he, I'm he sticking
2: with it. I'll take out. the L. All right. All right. It's after. It is after Jason takes the L. That was 2018. It, the, it, I, was I, 2018 right? it was 2018, All right? It was 2018, And we have one more. Anthony, what is the score heading into our final question? Jason with four, G with four, Bull with three, and Jay with two.
1: Make this last one worth three, and we've got
2: and to And I, I will have a bonus. If we tie, <laughs> I do have a bonus. Kawhi Leonard was traded to the Toronto Raptors. Did that happen before or after Joel Batonio's consecutive streak of 100 Alright, I'm playing to began? win.
1: Yeah, you got it. I mean, especially that one. Yeah. G says after. Jay says that after. That was easy. Yeah. I changed my answer. Both, both doing something comedic. No, no, no just
2: changing. Before it is after, ah, which yeah, I means did. I thought so, but I had to have a different answer. All well, these like guys so I might as well take a chance. Thanks, Bulls. That was that was a <laughs> gift. Thank you. You <laughs> got tie it right, yes. for me.
4: We have a tie between G and Jason at five. All okay, right.
2: so here is the tiebreaker question. I only have one. If we don't have, go this, with before it comes down. <laughs> his first start and his uh, Joe Batonio's first start came on September tenth, twenty seventeen, versus the Steelers. Who led that game in passing yards? Before. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah, right before. Before. Mr. Yeah. Before. You Cap, said what? You said,
2: before. Who you said, led that game in passing yards? What was the date? Be- it was September 10th, 2017. Who And I have a second part to this if you guys like this. be one of 20 guys. Who led well, that Ru- game it in could be passing be yards? Too. Not necessarily for the Browns, right? Who led the Just who led the game in passing yards? Okay. September
4: 10th, 2017? I know it. Correct. Is that
1: the year that Roethlisberger... No, that was up to early.
4: That would have been... I was covering the NBA. It's a
1: trick question. I mean... I, I
4: know. I was covering the NBA. 17-18. So it was the year before the Baker draft. Who did they open with in 2017? I don't, I don't know. Like that. I
2: got their head spinning in circles here. Oh, no, uh, 20... Go uh, ahead of... Uh, Stumped them.
1: I can't remember. I, remember. I mean, that doesn't matter for us, Paul. I think it's just. I just want to
0: guess, even though I think I'm wrong.
1: Look at it, Jason. And yeah, I had the same answer. Too. That's who I was Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser. Or was he made the starter later? No, Deshaun no, Kaiser
2: did lead the Browns in passing. Oh, yeah, and I the game.
3: So it was, was like the backup
4: Steelers. Who did they play? Who did they? And Charlie Batch?
3: Was but who was that? He said not necessarily it doesn't have to be the Browns. Yeah, and he
4: said start he, who led the game Man, yeah. that was okay. The well
3: then here's the second part of the question.
2: Is this damn this is the game that will never end. <laughs> what was the final score? <laughs> Roethlisberger remember was the, final the leading score of passer. That game? <sighs> September 10th, you 2017. Average,
1: you go your average Browns I and mean, Sean Steelers. Kaiser was out of the
0: league like two years later. I may be high on this
1: Pittsburgh won.
2: And whoever's Obviously. closest, in terms of the point differential, will be our champion today. G. I'm essentially asking G because I see Jason score. Jason G, you watched like this game
1: 11 times on the YouTube Time
2: Machine. Think. I'm think. Well, was it a field goal game or was it a more lopsided victory for the Steelers?
1: I mean, it was Deshaun Kaiser.
2: You know what? I was at this
4: game. I took my son to this game. I was at this game. OK, how, how did you think it, it ended, Jason? Oh,
2: oh man. It was close. It was close. Oh. It was. It was 21-18. Jason, for maybe the first time ever, has won a game. Jason has won a game. He won something. <laughs> Congratulations, Jason Lloyd, for I the first time in 16 no, months.
4: Second time. Jason second time. Lloyd
2: has won. A UCSS game. No, a what do we think about that game? game. What, did we a like it? Before?
3: I loved it. I thought it was everything, great. Everything so best my game have ever did. played. You everything won. in my mind kept thinking of 2018 when they tied. Did they play the first game of the season and yeah, it was raining and it was hot and it was a tie? That
4: was 20. 20- 18. That was the next year. That was 2018. And so I couldn't
3: remember what the hell would happen in 2017. No, I was
4: at that game. I took my son to that. I took Alexander oh, to that, that 2017, we my oldest. One never won, man. We, And it was, it was a good game. I remember it was close. And, like, walking out going, all right, maybe they're not going to be so
2: bad after all. So, yeah, like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> They went 0-16 that year. They
5: went 0-16.